Okay, let's get right into this. Let's not mess around. This is like a two, it's over a two hour long movie. And I don't know how long I'm gonna have the house to myself. <laughs> so let's get going. Summit, Summit Entertainment, let's go. All right, I hope you've loaded up the Twilight Saga, colon, new moon. I gotta turn the, hold on, son of a gun. I, <laughs> you don't know how much work I've had to do to get ready for this and I'm still not ready. Okay, here we go. Everything on, playing, there's a moon. Okay, are you with me? Here we go. Oh, you guys, it's wild. Is it still, this is taking a long time. Should I be hearing something or? All right, well, I have to have a spray bottle to defend against my cats because they wanna eat the microphone and they wanna cause trouble. I have to turn everything off in the whole house because apparently my house is full of white noise. I have several cat fountains. I have um, lots of, uh, these violent delights have violent ends. Um, so Bella's starting literarily as she likes to do. Um, okay, oh, we're starting right in Italy with this Bella running through the thing. She looks so good. I feel like I finally got it right <laughs> with the setting the sun, sun-drenched stones in Italy. Okay, now she's in a meadow. I believe this is the breakup movie. I have, I think, only seen this once many years ago. Uh, and I read the book at the time that I read the rest of them. <laughs> I have Midnight Sun, you guys. Gran? Oh, she sees her grandma. Okay. Oh, no, that's her. I remember this part. See, I remember it a little bit. Um, gasps softly. Yeah. Edward's going to come out in a second. She's going to be like, wait a second. That's me. Holy fuck. She's just like me with this fear of aging. It's weird, too, because Bella has vivacious parents. Her parents are both, uh, you know, able-bodied. They are able to maintain, you know, typical lives out in the world. And uh, yet she has this, like, terrifying, like, debilitating fear that's why that's why Edward's problem it's it's maybe it's just him right she just doesn't want to be older than him that's her issue so anyway oh my gosh I so many reasons I haven't done this podcast I was waiting to feel better I haven't felt better in so long I hopefully will try to sniff less but no promises uh is Edward crying or glittering it's really hard to tell I think he's just glittering. <laughs> he just happens to do a lot of glittering on like his cheekbones where like tears fall. Happy birthday, Bella. You're old. Ah, your worst nightmare. I mean, honestly, that is still pretty much the best you can get if you are like a Bella who's in love with a dude, right? Here's Charlie. Um, she like grew, in the, in her nightmare, quote unquote. She grew old with like a a, a handsome young man who loved her. <laughs> it's like oh god, the worst. Um, Jackie Zabrowski's doing Charlie Charlie's voice as like Goofy's voice on her uh, pay to play Twilight reading, and it's super funny but also I can't take it because I feel like Charlie's like the hero of this whole story we've talked about how he's a little bit too 
like toxic masculinity but still he's like one of the only people who's his only goal is like his child's health and happiness which is a pretty that's pretty good <laughs> okay total to three presumed dead rangers are searching for the animal that killed it uh oh um okay someone must be flipping through the radio here's the scene where bella almost died last year I just really like Anna Kendrick in these movies. I think she's funny. Toward the end, I feel like she comes to represent all of us. She she gets less uh, shallow snarky, like pointlessly bitchy, snarky, jealous, threatened, you know, as like a hometown princess where there's this new girl coming in and she's like threatened by her, wants to like kind of be her friend, but kind of also not. Uh, as time goes by, she gets all these great moments that I just love. Uh, I think like she does the valedictorian speech and she's like, don't settle down, go live your life and do a bunch of shit, <laughs> which goes totally against Bella, which I thought was funny at the time. And then later when Bella gets, oh my God, Edward's walking from his Volvo and like his shirt is like flapping in the wind. It looks so ridiculous, but he does have a really cute little smile. You got it. He nailed that. Like that's, he, I said that in the last movie too. I'm like, oh, well, he looks so stupid. Uh, but then when he does that little smile, you got to say he's really cute. But okay. So then when Bella gets spoilers, she gets married later. And Jessica, I think is the character Anna Kendrick plays. <laughs> and she's like, mm, do you think she'll be showing <laughs> like shotgun wedding? And I was like, exactly. Like I didn't care how in love I was as a teenager. I wasn't going to get married because everyone would just think the worst of you and I and as a teenager you're really consumed by what people think so is it a victory for Bella that she she gets to the point where she doesn't care what people think but unfortunately that leads her to all these like crazy dangerous places I don't know Edward moans softly that's funny all right let's try to see about this movie here uh Edward's like Jacob wants to talk to you what Bella says what again she's always like uh, she really is approval seeking that's why it's strange that or maybe good that she becomes less that way but when she's non-vampire Bella and when before she gets given her like motherhood which is like that ultimate responsibility that entitles you to suddenly like have all the bossiness that you always had a right to but you didn't feel uh, then she starts sticking up for herself more. But at this non-vampire stage, she like looks at Edward all the time like, is it okay is it, if I do this? And she should stop because he's just going to like dump her anyway. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, okay. Let's talk about drinks while Edward and or Bella and Jacob are catching up and Edward's looking on. It's Bella's birthday. I'm drinking a recorder league. I don't know how you say that. It's Swedish, which I don't speak. But it's way, way, way too sweet. It's um, it's a, like a fruit cider. And uh, mine is wild berry, raspberry, strawberry, blueberry. And it's way too strong. Um, strong in the sense of just sweet. It's like syrupy sweet and I can't handle it. So I read the back. It was like put with ice and a layer of seasonal berries. It's like a layer of seasonal berries. What the hell? Edward says, how come Jacob gets to give you a gift and I don't? Bella's like, oh, no. I just difficult sometimes would need to be difficult for attention you know how it is so anyway these recorder league people I was like a layer of seasonal berries well who do they think I am like I'm not on Instagram I don't care about that kind of crap shut up 
And then I looked in my fridge and I was like, oh, I have blueberries, strawberries. Uh, shoot, what else did I have in there? I have plums, cherries. I was like, all right, I'll put a layer of fruit in. Mash it up, put it over some ice, and it is better. It's a lot, like, it's just better. Um, okay, Alice is here. Her boyfriend brother is, like, looking super creepy. I feel like he had full-on red eyes. Uh, I feel like that's to hint that I think she, doesn't she like fall through the glass coffee table or do something into, anyway, she cuts herself at this birthday party and I think the brother freaks out and that's what causes Edward to leave her, but in any event, he's just a creeper. He looks bad, like they're making it real obvious because he looks, looks creepy. Oh, here's Rosita again. I got to figure out this actress's name. She is so cool. Isn't she cool? Look at her like glasses. She's so cool. Okay, and then now, I don't remember these kids' names. I think that dopey white kid is named Mike. Who's her other friend? I wish they would name them. I'm really glad that she has an Asian friend because in the Pacific Northwest, we have a high Asian population and it's awesome. Co by total coincidence, all of my best friends are Asian. Ugh, my cats, you hear them just being obnoxious, but it's okay. My very best friend is part Vietnamese, and then my two college best friends um, are half Filipino and the other's half Japanese. And so we just like have a lot, a lot to talk about. I come from California, from a part Asian family too, so it's fun. Uh, but then other times it doesn't come up at all. But if I didn't see Asian people represented in the Pacific Northwest, I'd be pissed because the whole West Coast, you know, has a huge history of Asian people uh, in our development and our history ever since we've been America and long before, uh, long before any of the states on the West Coast were states, they had Asian people living in them, you know? So it's that's really good. I'd be mad. Uh, of course, we could use more representation and diversity in these books but there isn't a whole lot of diversity on in the area where they live if they lived in Seattle or Tacoma it would be different but they do live out in the middle of nowhere where there's <clears throat> mostly like wealthy retired people or people who um are like a little bit more hard scramble so scrabble <laughs> which is it I don't know Edward's showing off that he was paying attention because he can quote Shakespeare, which is probably makes girls happy. I don't know. Thus with a kiss, I die. Da, 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 da. Oh my god. It's like, could my cat take any longer to go to the bathroom? He's across my whole house. That's how powerful this microphone is. It actually gives me anxiety to talk to you guys because I can hear all the little sniffs and things that drive me crazy okay they're looking at a painting of the Volturi I don't know why they would have this but it is a cool effect where it comes to life I guess <sighs> vampires have laws asks Bella Edward says not a lot <laughs> uh, and only one that anybody really cares about the statute of secrecy Mm 
don't be conspicuous when you kill people. Um, you know, unless, and this is going to matter later, don't, don't make a spectacle of yourself in any way, any supernatural type of way, unless you want, uh, like death by cop, right? Suicide by cop. If you want the Volturi to kill you, then act a fool. Which Edward's going to do when this Romeo and Juliet thing kicks in where he thinks she's dead. Oh my gosh, my cats. They're such a handful. This why I don't have children. <laughs> Just imagine. But like, uh, at least he's at least he's using the bathroom properly. That's actually the sound of him doing it properly, which I appreciate. But at least children like learn cats. I think they do learn. I just think they don't care. Studies have said, have shown, you know, oh, cats know that cats recognize their names just as well as dogs do. They just don't care to come to you when you call them, which is so true and badass. So they're like toddlers that never grow up. And in my case, they're only like a year old. So they have a lot of energy and they just slam around my house like cannonballs. Okay. Um, so they're at Bella's birthday party. Alice is in love with clothes all the time, so I always like to see what she's wearing. They're in purple. Um, her, Alice and Rosalie are both in shades of purple. So that must be something Alice likes, because Alice also does Bella's wedding in purple. Oh, wait, is that Rosalie? No, that's the mom. That's sorry. I'm really bad with faces and people. Like, I just saw she had lighter hair, and I was like, Rosalie, but it's the mom. And again, they just make them look so bad. They all kind of look like cadavers on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> like they were all headed to prom, but then they died. Do you guys remember? Wasn't that like Suzy Q, like a Nickelodeon movie like that? I loved that movie. It was so fun. Okay, I'm just waiting. Oh, look at all these flower arrangements. <laughs> so I guess, see, that's the thing though. I mean, if you don't have to sleep, they must have so many businesses and whatever. This is why the going to high school doesn't make sense to me. Why would you spend any of your time doing that? Okay, so this is from Carlisle. A little something uh, to brighten your day. The mom says you've been looking pale. This is, oh yeah, tickets to Florida. They're going to be, oh, she cut herself. Okay, so this is what doesn't make sense. Is that it? I thought she like fell through the thing. Oh, now she falls through the thing. Or, oh, now she falls back into a wall. Okay. Let's just think about this for a second, you guys. Jasper, I think this is Jasper, right? He goes to high school, to a school full of children. And she got a paper cut. Okay. And he lost it. And now Bella has gotten a larger injury and they're all losing it <laughs> like even Alice and basically everyone kind well at least for sure Alice and Jasper can't handle it Rosalie's like I'm already half tempted to kill you all the time so I've got to leave too um but okay these these hundred plus year old vampires they go to high school full of children and we know Edward had to save Bella from dying in the last one so like accidents happen you know and so none of this about them going to high school makes any sense on any level. I know that's not exactly piping hot tea, but there you go. 
Bella says, I never wanted to have a party. She's going to find out that's the least of her problems when Edward breaks up with her, quote unquote, like for her safety. And she becomes like basically suicidal. Okay. <laughs> She's getting stitches. I agree with a lot of people that Dr. Cullen should have been even hotter, but he does look better. Ugh, it's hard. It's hard. Because a lot of that's my, my sexism coming out too. Because I'm like, well, they look way too feminine. The men look too feminine and that's not sexy. Which isn't even true. Because that can be so sexy, you know. So, 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 so sexy. Um, however, it's just not in this. So I got to be careful of the way I phrase it. Because I wouldn't want to put anybody out, you know, by just speaking in a way that does not properly convey what I'm thinking. But he's looking better, uh, but just not looking great. You know what I mean? Like from the from the back in the light, like a third of his face is looking. He looks better than when you see him full on with his powdery white face and weird eyes and incredibly yellow hair. I also have a thing against like cornflower. No, the, oh, cats. Honey, please stop. I'm trying to do a thing. He doesn't care. It usually works. I usually can ask them to stop and they will. At least they'll go do something else where I'm not paying attention to them. Okay, so Bella says, you can't protect me from everything. Uh, you know, life happens. There's always going to be, you know, somebody getting sick or an accident or <laughs> old age. Uh, so actually this would be a good thing for her to be helping him through, except then she gives him an ultimatum kind of, and says, unless you change me. And he says, that's not a solution. That's a tragedy, which I have to kind of like, see where he's coming from. You know, I don't like his self-hating, but I mean, I'm a vegetarian my whole life. I don't want to kill people. I wouldn't want to make people that killed people. You can't control other people. So if you turn someone into a vicious killer, you can't count on them not being a vicious killer like they probably will be you know so I think he's taking the the safer more fair for the world route and she resents the shit out of that um and he says you should go inside and I and I see where this does come to him like breaking up obviously the terrible way that it goes down is like not good and this is I remember this, I recall this being a bad movie on like the gaslighting and him being a dick. I think he's gone most of it, but you know, just he was enough of a gaslighting dick that she can fill in the blanks on her own. <laughs> uh, says, will you please at least give me a kiss? Uh, what's he going to do? I honestly can't tell. That's good acting, I guess. If I'm like, is he gonna? I don't know. Oh, but now we're back to, like, just constipated. He's just like, mm, okay, I'll kiss you, but I look like I'm holding in a fart. <laughs> uh, ugh, and he's in so much pain. I mean, Stephanie Meyer's good at, at that. Remember how, I don't know if you were in relationships when you are young, but if, because some people aren't good on you, to be honest. It's a nightmare. But some of us are relationship people, and every time that we're like, I'm just going to do me. Then like some asshole comes in our life and is wonderful or some shit. So anyway, um, I've been in a lot of these young relationships and they do suck. It is hard. I mean, 
my hormones were similar to Bella's. I was just like, oh, everything was the end of the world, you know, and she's not in therapy. I've been in therapy pretty much my whole life. So I imagine for her, it's even harder, you know, processing. You just, it just can't fit in your body. Your feelings just can't fucking even fit in you. You feel so desperate about every little thing. Okay, so she's here with her friends. I really want to know everybody's name. And I feel really shitty that I know the two white characters' names, or at least I think I do. I think they're Mike and Jessica, and I don't know the other two. And that sucks. I figure that out. Okay, he's in her bedroom. What is he doing? I don't know why she folded up this picture, and I don't know why he's looking at it. I think he's going to steal it, though. Okay, she's getting out of her car. Let me turn my mic down so you don't hear so much tinkling glass. Okay, he's standing there uh, looking, <laughs> looking like a caricature of himself. Come take a walk with me. This is where I abandon you in the woods to die. They find her 18 days later, like Chris McCandless. Oh, my cats are driving me nuts. It's been so hot I couldn't not have a fan on. My cats make so much damn noise. And my partner's been home, and I can't, I can't talk about Twilight with him around. It's way too embarrassing. Okay, Edward says we have to leave Forks. Bella says, why? And her thing is like, where are we going? Right? <laughs> I actually did that one time with a guy. <laughs> he was like, so, well, we're going to take off. And I was like, oh, well, where are we going? <laughs> so we didn't know each other very well. So it was like, a, you know, not that embarrassing because who cares? I just misunderstood and I was eager and I'm never ashamed of being eager. That's been something my friends have told me many times that they appreciate about me. I've never been a cool hipster. I've never been a cool person. I don't know how to act cool. Um, if you want someone who's, like, really enthusiastic and, you know, is just going to tell you what they really pretty much think, that's me. So he says, uh, just me and my family. We gots to go. Carlisle's looking too old. Uh, my cats. Sorry about the banging. Edward's like, hey, you guys, can you, like, stop? Um, <sighs> sorry. Okay, back to this movie. She's standing there. She says, I belong with you. Which, again, this is just, if you were a teenager when you read this and you'd ever been through something like this, 100%. The problem is that you need to process that and deal with it and then, like, move on. <laughs> Not, like, wait for him to come back and be like, I had to do it because of, I don't know. How could you believe I, how could you believe what I told you when I said I didn't love you? How could you believe me? I thought I would never be able to convince you, you unfaithful bitch. Like, he's such a bad dude. But she says, am I going to see you again? He says, no. I think that's what happened. He says, promise me something. Uh, don't do anything reckless. She's like, okay, that's my cue. Now I know what you don't want me to do. Now I'm going to do it. He says, for Charlie's sake. 
Oh, no, I'm, I misspoke before. He says, if you promise not to do anything reckless, I promise you'll never see me again. How's that for a deal? And she's like, what? <laughs> uh, no? <laughs> it's just so dangerous to get this close to somebody when you're not your own full person. Because it's true that when they leave or they just decide they don't like you or it's not working, you're just like, wait. So half of me is wrong and what? Wait, what? <laughs> she just said, I'm not good enough for you. And he's like, no, I'm just sorry that I shouldn't have let it go on so long. This is when she says, please. And this is what the 90s and 2000s taught us. It's not our fault. This went both directions. The idea was that that was love. Was that like if someone told you like, I'm sorry, I'm taking off, I'm getting on a flight, I don't want to see you anymore. Your job was, like, to go to the airport and find them, you know? Like, the idea was, like, never, 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 never give up, you know? That's love. Love is, like, stalking. Love is not taking no for an answer. Love is, you know, like, if someone says they're not interested, you just work harder. And that, of course, like, led to rape culture and led to, like, negging and all of these, you know, bad things. It's just generally bad but it's also hard because I grew up in that hopefully it'll be better for the young younger kids but I grew up in that and so these days when you have to make the adult decision and someone's like I don't think we belong together I'm not happy you don't get to argue anymore like you don't fight quote-unquote fight for the relationship right and be like but I do and like what about if I did something different you just say like okay you know like can I is there anything I can do to support you in this moment, you know, like blah, blah, blah. And that's it. That's their decision. You don't get to chase them down and fuck with them and bother them, you know, and that can be really unfulfilling, you know, when you've been raised on these bullshit stories. So Bella's in the woods. She's still standing. It's gotten dark. Uh, I don't know why she's still standing. It's, she's just, uh, in, she's shell shocked, you know, and I think then she's going to just like collapse and go to sleep. Which you shouldn't do in the woods, but often is the only thing to be done about a breakup. Just go to bed, go to sleep, <laughs> wake up and try to fill your day. It's so hard. If there's any kids out there listening, you just feel like it goes on forever. But they are so right when they say, you know, you wake up one day and you don't give a fuck anymore. And you're so glad that you're not with that person anymore. You're just like, oh my God, they did me the biggest favor. Thank God. I don't want anything to do with them. I don't even know what the fuck. I'm so lucky, you know, but that that can take like, I mean, it can take a long time. I've had a time where I had like a year where I didn't have a day that I wasn't struck, you know, with some stab in the heart at some thought of longing of a memory, you know, and, and even if people weren't great partners, that's just like, a, if you're a romantic person, like I am, then that can happen. So the search party's out, I hope. Oh, nope, she's being brought in by a big shirtless dude. We'll see who this is. Um, is it the leader of the pack? Um, okay, so there is a search party out. Ah. This is the kind of, this kind of melodrama. It's so unfortunate, but real about teenage life. One time I had a blood sugar issue in high school and my Spanish teacher couldn't wake me up 
He like shook me and he still couldn't wake me up. And so he called the goddamn paramedics. And they stuck my finger and they said, oh, she's just got incredibly low blood sugar. She's just like, you know, falling asleep, you know, but we have to take, she had to take me to the stupid hospital. And like Bella, I wanted to go back to school that same day. <laughs> I even call, I asked my stepmom, I was like, can I call my teacher and say sorry, you know, and tell him I'll be back tomorrow. And I called him and he was so irritated, you know, at the disruption. But so that kind of thing can be embarrassing. I like this time thing. Now they've just said October, right? So the time is just passing like she could give a fuck. She's like in a daze. She's like in a robe covered in crap. This is like pretty much how I live my life. I live my life like I've just gone through a horrible breakup. No. My my dad's such like a regimented guy. He's like he every single day is going to get up and put his, you know, clean clothes on and do a bunch of shit. And me and my mom are more like creative types. So we're like, I can wear the same clothes two, two days in a row, three days in a row. That's not that big of a deal. Okay, so November, Bella's writing to Alice. Um, it is, it's a good effect, but I mean, how many times are they going to make me spin around? You guys know I get really seasick at this type of stuff. All right, December... At least she's got a nice window to watch everything out of in her depression. Bella tells Alice, you took everything with you. When you left, you took everything with you. But I mean, not really, huh? Not super really. Bella has known that guy for like 16 weeks or something. It wasn't that long. Sorry, my ice is rattling. I'm not even drinking it. I'm just holding it. I should set it down. So I guess Bella's not sitting with her friends anymore at lunch, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Why wouldn't you? Ugh, I think moving it on and off the table actually makes way more of a clatter than me just trying to hold it. Okay. The pain is my only reminder that he was real. That can't happen. <laughs> All her mail is getting returned to sender. She's still writing it like a sad diary. Charlie says, I'm fed up with this crap. Meets her at the truck. And says, you're moving back to Jacksonville. This is a bunch of baloney. And she says, no, I need to wallow in my misery. What do you not understand about that? I want to live in the soup of my own sorrow and based in it. He says, it's just not normal, this behavior, which is not true. It is normal, but it is a sign of depression. And that is something that you can get help. To, you don't have to live like that, so... Uh, he's like, go on to freaking Florida, make some friends. Isn't Jacksonville a college town? Yeah, go on there. And she says, I have friends. He says, not really. She says, yeah. He says, nah. He says, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going shopping with Jessica uh, tomorrow. Uh, so I know I've been talking a lot about nothing, but let's recap what's actually happened here. Uh, Bella's birthday, Bella got a paper cut, Edward had to leave, and now Bella's sad a couple months later. But it was like a two-minute, you know, time thing. We didn't have to go through all the months and months of it yet. So, 
Bella's calling Jessica. Um, she says, yeah, Bella Swan, like as if there's other Bellas. All the Bellas are like 12 years old because they were all named after this Bella. Uh, so they went to the movies. Oh, yeah. I remember what's going to happen. Okay, so they're walking out of the movies, but let me just say it from Jessica's perspective, what's about to happen is so crazy. Bella has not talked to her in forever. She's not been a good friend. Uh, she kind of, in a way, sort of used Jessica to get to know all of Jessica's friends and then bailed kind of on everybody. Uh, and then Bella calls her out of the blue and says like, hey, can we get together? Which is highly suspicious because Bella doesn't want to hang out. Uh, and then uh, Bella like takes off. She is having this flashback about when Edward saved her. Ah, Phantom Edward. Oh, she got, she freaked out just like me. Yeah, that's what you would do. Uh, I really hope, I really hope that that's not what, like, a mental breakdown or schizophrenia would ever feel like, because you don't want it to be scary, right? Hopefully you just don't even know that you don't know that they're not real. Okay, so she's having this flashback to when Edward saved her, and she says, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with those guys over there, and Jessica's like, um, how about don't do that, because that's stupid, and don't do that, because they care about your safety, and that's dumb, and Bella's like, okay, well, I'm doing it, uh, I'm gonna go talk to these catcallers, because I want to see these, this Edward phantasm again, but imagine this from Jessica's perspective, she's just like, are you nuts? I shouldn't say that. But I bet that is what she was thinking. But uh, she's just like, wow, why, what, what is going on? Like, why would you behave like that? You know, basically. Hmm. This is totally, totally, you could absolutely go to, like, any dive bar in that area. And the Port Angeles is a little, it's a little bigger, but not really. It's kind of similar to, like, a Shelton size. They probably have a few bars where these dickwads hang out. Would totally, like, pick up a teenager, which sucks. Ugh. She gets on with no helmet. Me and, like, every mom in the audience got, like, clenched buttholes immediately. Um... I don't, I didn't see this in theaters, I don't think. I think only the first one. I think it did me in. But what I do like, uh, was like the fifth one, I think, right? Wasn't there five? I watched that, uh, shortly after it came out because one of my friends said it was pretty good actually. So I watched it and it is, I like that one. I mean, I don't remember, but I remember liking it at the time. Uh, Jessica's like, are you trying to get yourself killed? Are you trying to get me killed? Are you, what are you doing? I think this is a totally realistic reaction. <laughs> Bella says, God, that was such a rush. And Jessica's face is my face. She's just like her, her mouth just drops open and she like rotates her head. Like, am I hearing what I'm hearing? Are you kidding? I don't find unsafe stuff fun. <laughs> I'm a big baby. I love roller coasters and stuff, but like those are safer than cars, you know? So, 
let's see. Oh, okay. She's going to visit Jacob. Jacob looks great. I really love the, his wig. <laughs> Where the hell have you been? Loca. Is that normal? Like, why would he use Spanish? Is he, like, learning Spanish? I mean, maybe, he's, of course, we all learn Spanish or German or French in school. But well, that just seems, like, random why they'd put that in a movie. Okay, so she's got uh, some... Is it that one bike or two bike? I can't even tell. It's so it's such a jumble. I think it's two. Yep, they'll. They'll probably cost more to fix than they're worth. This is a good idea. I think... Did she have this idea on her own from this bike? Oh, yeah, she must have because her dad would not want her doing this. Yeah, she went on this motorcycle thing with this guy and she's like, that worked. I want to see Edward again. I want to see his weird, creepy phantom face as much as possible. And, and, and Jacob says, okay. He says, sure, fine. And she's like, really, really, really? And he's like, yeah, why not? Whatever. And he's like clearly growing into his werewolf powers because he just lifted a motorcycle. That's pretty heavy. I mean, you can get like a little Kawasaki that maybe even I could lift. I don't know. But like in general, no, you can't probably lift that. Um, I mean, a car is going to be like what? Like mm, 2,000 pounds maybe? Depends a lot on the car. But like let's say a little, a little two-door Honda Civics like 1500 to 2000 pounds. And these aren't these aren't like fresh young uh motorcycles here like made with like all modern shit. These are old. <laughs> so he's pretty strong. But I think later he gets like the sweats and he like has to take his clothes off all the time. He's hot all the time. So I don't think he's fully into werewolf mode. I think we get that. I think his hair kind of goes along with that. He cuts his hair cuz you know, hard to run around with no clothes and a whole lot of hair. That's just like high maintenance. All right. So they're working on the bike. Uh, let's see. I like when he mentions her general paleness and lack of know-how. That's just like probably something that we should all have printed on our hands that, so that we can never forget. <laughs> we suffer from. Okay. They're saying what ages they feel. Phil says she's 35 and he's 32. I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, she might feel old and tired that way. She seems sleepy. She seems to me like she has a medical condition that just kind of makes her, like, sleepy and tired and clumsy. Um, but, oh, Jacob's friends have arrived, and apparently he said that she was his girlfriend. And she says, no, we're just friends. Oh, gosh. This recorder look, looks really good with all this fruit floating around in it. These blueberries in particular look really good in a drink. I don't think I've ever put blueberries in an alcoholic beverage. Uh, so they're rustling, having a little wrestle. Um... Still working on this thing. Oh, no, that's a different... Oh, no, that is Jacob. Sorry. I'm so bad with... I'm the worst person to do a commentary track. I can't even tell who the actors are, whether they're themselves. Oh, my God. Okay. 
uh, Jacob caught a tool, like, upside down and backwards, fucking whatever, behind his own back. It was a little wild. Bella's writing to Alice again. Hmm. Okay, so they weren't filming in British Columbia. I found out afterwards, from kind of a rude email, but that's okay, uh, that they were filming in Oregon. Which makes sense, because there's beautiful Douglas firs and all kind of stuff in that area. And Portland is a little bit still Seattle-like, but not really. Southwest Washington and Oregon are different. Um, you're going to get a lot more moss. I mean, it's beautiful. I'm telling you, like, um, especially southern Oregon, the forest, the moss, has, the moss hangs down from the trees like it does, like, in Louisiana. I don't think it's the same type of Spanish moss that they have in Louisiana. I don't know what it is, but... It's just glorious, um, but it's not a lot like our forests. It's quite a bit different, and you can definitely tell when you're looking uh, random. Just one of those things you can you just know after a while. Like, that doesn't look like around here. Bella's having nightmares again. Oh, her dad's helping her out, saying, like, what's up, babe? You've been having nightmares. You'd have to you'd have to have a really good co-star to play your father for you to feel comfortable. This is my opinion as a woman. Uh, to have to feel comfortable with someone playing your father, because you got a dad who's like stroking your cheek and speaking to you, you know, softly and stuff. If you have a good dad like I did, there's nothing creepy about that. But if you have like a creepy actor and you're in that situation with him, I can see how that would be really, that could be really bad. And I think that has come across in a few movies I've seen before where I've been like, ooh, that dad's, that dad doesn't come across as uh, innocently loving. It's got like a tiny hinge of creep, like hint of creepiness to it. But these guys do really well. Um, hopefully this guy, I mean, he seems like a nice guy, but who knows? Um, but hopefully, you know. He's the older, more experienced actor, so it was his job to make her feel more comfortable. He's the one who had to, like, touch her face, you know, and stuff. So hopefully everyone was comfortable with that. We know that there hasn't been really good uh, supervision of that kind of thing historically in Hollywood, but more and more people are being hired to supervise those types of things. I think it's actually a requirement now with their union, the act, uh, blah, blah, blah. Is the Screen Actors Guild the union? I'm really stupid. I don't know. But I think it is. Um, okay, so Bella's driving Jacob. They're not super great at this uh, at cars still, like fake driving in a car, because all the background stuff's moving and she's bouncing a tiny bit. But there's no light changing on like her hands or her face or anywhere. Like they'll go under a tree, and all the light on the windshield and everywhere will turn dark, but her face stays exactly the same. So somebody jumped off the rock and she's like, oh my God, and pulls over to help them. Like, how is she going to help? What's she going to do? I don't know. But um, Jacob says, no, they're just cliff diving. I, this is wild. I've never seen anyone do that. I mean, I've seen people jump from like something like 20 feet high. And trust me, when you're in the water looking up at someone who's on a 20 foot high rock, they're plenty fucking high. That's really high. You know, I would definitely jump into some, I don't mind jumping from a height if there's no rocks, but if you're standing on a rock ledge, what is the likelihood that there's no rocks in the water beneath you? It seems incredibly unlikely based on how geography like works, you know? 
So, uh, or geology, sorry. Uh, both. Let's just say both. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, that would scare the shit out of me. I mean, if you were really familiar with the area and you knew it was safe, fine. I don't have any trouble with that. Um, the thing itself doesn't bother me, but like the possible eventualities that might occur as a result of it, I do have a problem with. Um, I don't know. I've never really been scared of dying, but, um, I don't want to just like do something stupid, you know, that's not, I don't get anything out of that. Oh, Bella. Oh, they just showed this close up kind of on Bella with these mountains. She's like taking up like the right hand side of the screen and the left hand is background of these mountains and she looks so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Okay. She's getting ready to take her first ride. You guys. He's literally showing her what's like the break and what's the, oh God. Oh no. And he has to teach her the clutch. Oh yeah, of course. Cause I don't think there's such a thing as an automatic motorcycle, but she doesn't, she doesn't drive a, a vehicle with a clutch. So I don't think she understands. Oh, I've never had an automatic. I like to have a manual vehicle with a clutch, but yeah, they're going to jump and jolt you. On a motorcycle, I can't imagine learning a clutch for the first time. You should learn a clutch for the first time in in something slow and big and safe. And you need to learn to drive a clutch. <laughs> That's my opinion. If you don't know how to drive a clutch, you don't know how to really drive. You're playing a video game, basically. You know, you're just pointing and going. If you can drive a clutch, you can drive a motorcycle, you can drive a semi, you can drive a tractor, you know. Which in the apocalypse, which we all know is coming, is what you need. Oh, Bella just fell off, she flipped, and she smacked a rock. So that's really, that was not great. That was about as bad. You really don't want to hit a rock. You don't want to, like, have an accident and fly off and hit a rock. Oh, oh, that was her hair. I thought she had a big, oh, she does. She has a little bit of blood coming out of her head, but not as bad as I thought. Jacob says, no more bikes. Uh, well, he probably shouldn't have put her on her first thing ever without a helmet you know what I mean I'm sorry but like again I'm a big fat baby if I get on like rollerblades and I haven't been in rollerblades in a couple of years I'm gonna put on a helmet you know it's just like that's just sensible to me and if you put on a helmet you can fall more right like it's not like you're being a, a sissy about it maybe sissy's bad because that's feminine let's say a baby maybe you're not being a baby about it um, you know, because if you put a helmet on, you can get knocked off and knocked off and knocked off and keep going. Whereas if you're trying to be a badass and you just go around with no helmet and you get knocked off and you smack yourself and you're down for the count, what's the good of that? So I don't get it. I'm not, I don't get the daredevil attitude, but she's not going to try to, you know, she's not really getting direct pleasure out of this. She's getting indirect pleasure out of this because it's pissing off ghost Edward in her brain. Eric. Okay. Eric and Angela. Eric and Angela. Eric and Angela are the other characters whose names I did not know that are in Bella's like main crew. And I like Eric a lot for some reason. I just like think he's cool. I think he defends Bella again when Jessica says like, oh, do you think she'll be showing up in her wedding dress? Like, will she look pregnant? And I think Eric is the one that's like, don't be rude, you know, which is the nice thing to do. That'd be me. I'd be both because I'd be thinking the rude thing in my head and then someone else would say it and then I'd say, don't be rude. So you, you got to love, you need all types, right? We need all sorts to make the world go. Okay, so Bella has come back to the lunch table. 
they're being pretty nice about it. Um, which, why not? Because maybe they should have taken more interest in her and, like, why she was depressed. She moved here, she got to know them, and then she lost her boyfriend and kind of sunk into a hole, and they didn't seem like they were really there for her. And this Mike guy is cool. Oh, he already just asked her to the movies. Yeah, he's not really there to be a friend, which is okay. She just, you know, realized that. And she says, yeah, I'll go to the movies with you. Uh, and I don't think she realizes that he's asked her on a date. I don't think. <laughs> because I think she's going to say to the other people, like, are you coming? Or something. I do like the title of this movie. She suggests Face Punch. Yeah. I think, I think action is a good first date. Uh, choice, you know? Ooh, yeah, now she just invited everybody else along and Mike's like, erp. <laughs> Anna Kendrick, again, doesn't look great. She says, movie night with Bella, and then she kind of sneers because obviously, uh, you know, she didn't have a great movie night last time. So it looks like Nobody else is showing up but Mike and Jacob, which is so awkward, because they're both into her, and she's into being depressed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, it's just us three, she says. Great, they say. Oh, wonderful. So we're in the movie theater, Bella's in the middle, <laughs> let's see what happens with this. Um, Jacob's hand is like, they're like, oh here I am, and then Mike's hand is there like, here I am, and she's like, Ugh. thank god we saw face punch, at least I can see some faces get punched. Mike took off. Uh, he was, he seems sick. Not sure entirely. The, I don't, ugh, I don't know. Jacob says, you need, uh, oh, it was because of the gore. You need someone who laughs at the gore. She's like, uh, I've dated a murderer. Does that count? They held hands for a second. See, that's the kind of thing when you're like 15 is like so into it. You're like, or think of that for like weeks. You're like, oh my God, feels like electricity or something. That is the thing about getting older is you just, my experience is when you just feel less. Well, <laughs> everything's just not so intense, which is, you know, that's why you have nostalgia and you're like, oh, remember when everything used to be so intense, but it's then it's not anymore. I I prefer. It's been better for me. She's like, please, Jacob, don't put me in this position. I need a friend so bad. I can't help that I have this ridiculous ethereal beauty and I walk around your little town like something out of a novel and a beautiful woman you could only imagine, but you need to just like let me deal with this. But let's see what she's actually saying. Sigh. 
All she said was sigh. Okay, never mind. Um, ugh. And this is the thing where Jacob's like, well, I've got lots of time. I'm not going to give up. And Bella says, I don't want you to. Which is exactly what I was talking about earlier. You know, meh. It's just what they, it's what we were taught to believe, you know. And she's like, well, I don't want you to give up, but only because, you know, I want you to stay my friend. And I'm afraid if I don't, you know, keep this dangling, then you're going to just leave. And I, you know, would like to have a relationship with a person besides for them wanting to fuck me or because I'm their offspring. And he's like, yeah, well, that's not going to happen. Sighs deeply. This, remember all the whooshing from the last one? This is the Psy movie. So Twilight 1, whoosh. Twilight 2, Psy. Um, Jacob's like, I would never hurt you like he hurt you. I think he's like 15 in this, in the story, you know, and they're so sweet little 15 year olds. I'm sure he believes that. He's like, I am faithful and good and you can count on me and don't worry about anything and she's just like I would really like those qualities in a friend <laughs> god damn it <laughs> uh, let's see what's Mike got to say Mike just says I need to go home yeah you do that Mike it's okay this is the kind of thing you find yourself in all the time when you're a kid because it's the only time you get alone with your peers without adults around you know, it's like this movie theater situation. Uh-oh. Mike asked what Jacob's problem is. Jacob says, you're my problem. Ooh. Then it got so, 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 so intense. Uh, Jacob, like, threatened to put the guy in the hospital. <laughs> oh, Mike's, like, gonna cry. And Jacob's like, um, sorry, I'm having hormones, a.k.a. turning into a werewolf. Mm, okay, so we're at Charlie's house, probably watching a Hawks game. Mm. He's drinking a Rainier again. Love it. Yeah, get it, Charlie. Hmm. Bella's trying to get in touch with Jacob, but he's unavailable. She thinks he's mad at her, but actually he's, like, going through the change, you know? So, I'm like, okay, is this Jacob's dad? I can never figure this relationship out. And also I thought, oh, yeah, someone dies in this one. But then one of them is still a her wedding one of Charlie's friends so I don't know who dies <laughs> I'm really bad we'll see <clears throat> all right so let's see uh that's fun I think this is Billy Black who says he's gonna go to the woods and fight bears with kung fu which is pretty cute it's like very charming Bella takes off she's like I'll fucking find this kid and she does. Here he is walking around in basketball shorts and no top. Um, it's pouring down rain. Actually, it's raining here in Washington State right now. It's raining and it's like 75 degrees, which blows. I really hate it. 
So seeing Charlie reminded me that Bella doesn't really care about wanting people's approval. She really just cares about wanting Edward's approval. Because as we know, she screwed over her dad in the last movie. Jacob's got a tattoo. And his hair's gone. And she's like, um, I thought you were sick. Why are you standing out in the rain? And he's like, uh, go away. <laughs> she says, what? He says, go away. <laughs> like, what is not clear about that? Um, but she has a history, right, of sluicing. Sleuthing, I mean, not sluicing. Sleuthing. And um, she's going to get to the bottom of this. She says, Sam got you messed up in some gang. And he said, no, Sam's just trying to help me out. You know, if you've got an issue, why don't you take it up with your freaking vampire wannabe family lady? And she's like, what does that have to do with anything? And also, don't bring them up because I'm super sad all the time. Oh, because she's like, wait, what? How do you, wait, what? How do you know they're vampires? She's clearly forgotten that, like, he told her to begin with that they were the vampires. But now he believes it different in a different way, and she can tell. And she's like, how do you know that? The reason he knows that is because he has to turn into this werewolf because the vampires are in the area, and he really resents that. Because, you know, he's going through, like, a trauma, kind of. And he's having to do it because these people are in the area. Um... And she's like, I miss you. It's not great. She says, please give me some time or something. And he says, don't. It's not you. Obviously, I'm so, I could act out all of these parts. Listen to this talent. Um, she's doing a good job at remembering to look cold because he's supposed to be not looking cold. Like, they're all shirtless because they're hot. Even in the rain, they're hot, right? So... Um, well, maybe they just don't want to run around in wet clothes, <laughs> so they take their shirts off. I don't know, but I think they're also really, really warm, like anti-vampires, right? Um, and Bella's like, you're breaking up with me, stop it. You're just supposed to be my friend, how can you dump me? Uh, this goes on forever. It's really hard to maintain a commentary about, like, such an agonizingly long thing. Um, he's like, go home and never come back, never return. Uh, and then he runs off human style and she's just like, oh, my eyebrows are so straight across. I'm very concerned. Now she's in a meadow in her dreams because Edward is with her. She's going hiking and she's trying to find this meadow, which again is is really brave. She doesn't appear to be on a path. Uh, she's already falling over tree roots and stuff. Um, she's trying to find this place and I don't... How to, also, do you see how there's no flowers? There's like a... There's bands of... Circular bands of flowers all planted perfectly around them in this wildflower meadow. But like none where they're laying. That's just not how it happens. But anyway... I just admire her bravery because, again, these are just things I wouldn't do. I wouldn't take off into the woods on my own to do anything. Um, you know, much less to find something that's like several miles in the middle of nowhere. Okay, so she found the field. It's like, you know, all 
not a field right it's like you know it looks like autumn actually it's like golden brown not dirt but just like dead grass what month is it it was december but there's no snow it's so dry you would never 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 i mean even into this late spring and summer it'll still be the ground will be so wet that's what makes it green right like ireland rains a lot and that's why it's green but it's wet you can't just go lay down what oh What's this guy's name? Laurent. She answered me. Thank you, Paula. He says, I didn't expect to find you here. See, she didn't even have to get lost and die of starvation or a broken ankle or anything. Like, she can just... And I'm not saying people shouldn't go into the woods. I'm just saying I'm not prepared to go into the woods and neither is Bella. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, she didn't even have to get herself hurt or anything. She's in danger just because, like, evil shit came to find her. Okay, uh, Ghost Edward says, you need to just lie. Pretend we're still here. Um, and he says, you need to, a little, like, lie better than that. Which is my exact situation. If I had to lie to save my life, I couldn't lie to save my life. <laughs> uh, yeah... It is weird that Laurent has no shirt on because you'd think it does look cool. I mean, he looks really cool, but you know, they have to like interact with humans. Otherwise, why wear clothes at all? You know, so they're trying to look like normal people, and like normal people don't dress like that in the cold. Like just a a suit and pants and jacket with no shirt. So he says Victoria sent him an eye for an eye. Edward's like, you need to threaten him. Um, Laurent's like, I'm not that worried about Edward. I mean, he already ditched you here. Oh. So he knows. So that's not great. He says, Victoria wants to kill you herself. But, you know, I can see why Edward liked you because you smell hella good. Oh, sorry, there's a lot of microphone wires. He says, listen, Victoria's going to torture the fuck out of you, and I'm just going to kill you. And so, like, this is way better for you. Um, I don't know how she's going to get out of this one. Oh, Jacob's got to come. That's what's got to happen. There's, other, there's no other explanation. See, then she says, Edward, I love you, as, like, her last thing. Um, but, yeah, then these big wolves come. She would have been fucked, you know? I mean, like, this poor child. She's, like, so many issues with just keeping herself safe if she wasn't constantly rescued by men. It makes a lot of sense because she wouldn't be in these situations if not for the men. And so, you know... It's like a self-fulfilling type thing where, like, then she has to... Oh, she makes... Sorry. She's making eye contact with Jacob. She's like, those eyes look extra giant but familiar. <clears throat> Excuse me. Are they gonna fucking fuck up Laurent? I hope so. That'd be kind of cool. But he looks so badass. He's doing, like, a Matrix thing. Ooh! He backhanded these wolves. Yeah, because in the story, they're, like, made of marble, the vampires, right? So, I mean, you could be a big wolf, but 
you know, imagine you're a person and you get hit with a, something that's, that's made out of marble that's the size of half of you or even a third of you. That's still going to fucking hurt, knock you out maybe, you know. So that's why, but they fight in the back. So the vampires are in a coven, remember? <laughs> coven like witches. Okay, so she's reporting thing to her uh, dad and Harry. This is Harry. Okay, Harry is Charlie's friend. Um, Bella does not know that these are not some kind of typical wolves, although they are huge, 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 big, huge wolves. Um, she just presumes that they're not quite, like, well, certainly not, like, of human intelligence. Sorry, I'm going to get my cat down. Not of human intelligence, so she's like, oh, fuck, those wolves are dead by now. And Laurence is going to be alive and telling Victoria that I'm here on my own. So she's really super anxious. So she's in her bedroom. She hears a little bit of clattering, and she's like, oh, fuck, what the hell, fuck. But it's Jacob. Um, standing out, and again, like, his shorts... And he's doing a little bit of crazy wolf parkour. And she's like, okay, that was a lot. It's a little bit extra. Um, you could just like climb up, climb up the drain pipe like all my other men. But no, Edward probably does some crazy shit like that too. So obnoxious. Guys. He says, I can't explain to you what's going on. Again, we got these statutes of secrecy things in our little supernatural societies. Have you ever had a secret that you couldn't tell anyone? It won one that wasn't yours to share. She's like, no. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, he's telling her that, you know, it's not his choice. He's like bound by something. And she's like, no, 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 this sucks. What have I done? Again, Bella, what have I done? These vampires were here before she came, right? So it really doesn't seem like it's her fault. They were going to, those kids were going to graduate, so they were going to be here another year, you know, even if Bella hadn't been here. Uh, he says, Bella, remember when we took the walk at La Push? That was actually Cannon Beach. Well. And she says, yeah. Uh-huh. The cold ones. That's how I figured out the vampire thing. And he says, yeah. Well, you're so goddamn self-absorbed. You can't remember the other parts of the story that I told you. Ugh. And she's like, you know... She's like, I'm from Arizona. I understand gang activity. Like, just, you know, get out of it and we'll figure it out. He says, we'll leave. He says, you would? And she says, well, to get you out of a gang, yeah, I would. Um, and he says, I can't. Like, this is like a family thing. I can't just run away from it. Um, and then... Yeah. 
Ah, oh, this is boring, you guys. It's okay. Um, yeah, so it's been really hot. It's been like in the high 90s. It never used to get that hot. We always used to have summers in like, at most, like upper 80s, low 90s around here. But, you know, I can remember the first day here in Washington that I ever saw it get to be 100 degrees. Like, that's how memorable it was at the time. That just never happened. But, ugh. So, and it's a little bit muggy today because it's raining and warm, which is not good. I don't do that. No, 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 no. Growing up in California, I was super, super tan and the sun didn't bother me and I could, I didn't get hot in the really hot car or anything, you know, but like you adjust, <laughs> I've adjusted to Washington and now it gets to be like 75 degrees and I'm like, oh my God, can we, can we go inside? <laughs> okay. So Bella's talking to Edward in the woods. She's in a dream maybe because now Jacob's got a voiceover. Yeah, maybe she's seeing, like, the past. No, wait, she doesn't have any powers like that. That was what I liked about the fifth movie. My friend said, just pretend they're superheroes. You know, they got, one of them's got, like, water-bending powers. One of them can read minds. One of them can see the future, you know, blah, blah. And I watched it like that. It was really good. Uh, so she goes past the dad, and Jacob's, like, passed out. You really don't want to walk in on a teenager in their bedroom when they're, you know, in there by themselves. Ugh. Um, Bella goes and she's talking to this, uh, these four young men and she's like, what the fuck's going on with my friend? And she tried to slap one of them and then she sucked the other one. And, um, now he just turns into a werewolf without being able to control it, which again means they really can't live or be around other people because <laughs> shit like that can happen. Someone could like get socked or something, you know, at a bar maybe, or even the supermarket. I don't know. And then, then what are you going to do? You know, <laughs> then what are you going to do when you're like a wolf at Safeway, you know, <laughs> trying to get groceries and you're all of a sudden you're a wolf. What are you going to do? What are your friends going to do? Mm. So Jacob's having like a wolf fight to protect Bella from Paul. Um, and being around their own family is not keep you safe from, you know, the supernatural aggression. Right. And this is another thing where I have a real issue with the way Stephanie Meyer portrayed this, because um, if you know about horrible stereotypes of Native Americans, there's like a stereotype of violence because of alcoholism um, and alcoholism is a real problem in Native American and many, many communities, <laughs> you know, but like, but it's the Native American people who get labeled, you know, with like this violent stereotype, you know, so I do have issues with that whole huge thing, um, because 
one of these guys like slashes up his girlfriend, you know, and he's like, it's supposed to be not his fault, but it's just still, it's just like still not cool. You know, it's just like, why don't you have dumbass Mike be a stupid werewolf and he can slash up his girlfriend and Jacob can just be like your Native American best friend who doesn't have to be fucking magical at all. You know, oh yeah, here we see um, her, I don't know this gal's name, um, but she's super beautiful. Um, the gal who got her face slashed up by her partner. Uh, and this whole story, I think, is going to matter more in the next one. I think in the next one, you're going to get the girl werewolf who has a crush on the guy, but he imprinted on this other girl whose face he slashed up. Something like that. Something, something. Um, but yeah, it's an issue because, you know, this woman got her face slashed up, but she stayed with the guy. You know, and she didn't imprint on him, right? Like, she's not a werewolf, so she's just choosing to stay with this guy because he's fixated on her, even though he's hurt her and he's, like, proved a danger to her, you know? And so that's, you know, back in the day, that was good, like, the whole, like, stand by your man thing, but, like, you shouldn't be painting. How often do we get to see Native American women portrayed on screen? You know, like, at a theater opening, you know? I'm not even just talking about, like, Westworld or something where it's nice, to see some representation and storylines for Native American actors, but like it's there's still caricatures and like story and history and like a game or something, you know, like make believe. How often do you get to see actual like Native American life or what is supposed to be portrayed on like a big screen? Hardly ever, if ever. So I just feel like it's a big missed opportunity, you know, that she's like a submissive gal and like he's like these guys all are like really edging on violent, you know, like really trying to control their quote unquote natural, like violent instincts. That's, it's just trouble. It's troublesome to paint people like that, you know, because if you don't have a lot of images of people, those are going to stick with you, you know, and it's fucked. But anyway, we, we know that this is basic stuff. I'm not saying, I'm not like unpacking any new knapsacks here, you know, <laughs> but okay. So, come here, Chappie. Come sit on my lap. So, they're walking on the beach. Um, damn, this is a really, really weird beach because the tide is so low, but then the whole beach is still wet. Chappie, come here. Whatever. My cat. She's like, no thanks. I'd rather destroy. Jacob says, you're such a hypocrite. I'm not the right kind of monster for you. Bella's like, I didn't join a monster dating site. Like, that's not what we're talking about here. Um, she says, you've killed people, Jake. He says, nah. -uh. And she says, oh, well, then who? And he said, you just saw this evil vampire in the woods that we saved you from. Like, what do you, how much do you need me to spell this out for you? Which I totally relate to Bella because sometimes I'm really, really thick. I'm like, okay, thank you for explaining that for the seventh time. Now, can you just find an entirely new way to describe that and give it to me one more time? <laughs> you know, because I don't get it. But, um, oh, he says, we took out that leech with the dreads easy enough. And then they show this man just get brutalized, which 
character story-wise, like, yeah, but he said, like, the leech with the dreads, that's so loaded to call him, to mention his dreads, like, you don't have to say that, like, we could, he could have said, we took out that asshole who was trying to get you, right, that's the most important thing, is not that he had dreads, that's not his most distinct quality, the distinct, the thing they killed him for was that he was gonna try to get Bella, so, like, to call him, like, the leech with dreads, and then show this, like, despite, he is incredibly attractive guy, so, no, 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 but, to then to show a, like a black man in the peak of you know his life being ripped apart you know like by like a what we think of kind of as a gang at this point like that's really upsetting I find um, and I'm not black you know but I can see immediately why that is really hurtful you know uh, okay. Yeah, because just who cares? He can be like villain, and he's not even the most villainous character, right? Like he even said, he was like, Victoria, <laughs> that redheaded the white lady's gonna fuck you up, like, girl, you know, like I'm doing you a big favor here, you know? So he's not even the most villainous character, and so it's like to paint him as a villain, you know, and then oh, that just that thing about that really makes his dreads are beautiful too, right? Like, so to, to point that out is so shitty. Um, you just, like, don't comment on black people's hair, okay? Like, just don't do it. <laughs> I know it looks awesome, but, like, don't say anything about it because it's, it's a loaded topic. They're mistreated about it. Okay, so they're, Charlie and his friend are looking for the wolves. Ooh, and they found a big wolf. Ooh, his friend wiped out the wolf print so that no one would see it. Okay. Um, and Bella's having a realization. She's like, all right, I haven't seen Edward in a long time. The last time I saw him was when I was getting into trouble. So that's what I need to do. I need to get myself into some trouble. Ooh, so she's scoping out the cliff diving cave, which again is really stupid because if these guys knew what they were doing, they've landed and swam in, or yeah, swam in that area before. Um, they at least know what they're doing. She doesn't know exactly where they jumped from. <gasps> Victoria just jumped down into Charlie. Ah! Oh, shit. Does Victoria kill Harry? Oh, no, the wolf. Save her. Thank God for these fucking... I mean, you can see why they... Sorry to the teenage boys who had their lives ruined, but, like, these wolves are fucking people up, and these cops are not prepared to deal with it. Um, so that's one wolf versus one vampire. That's not a good, that's not a good ratio. Victoria is not scared. Uh, yep, she just leaps around. She's not even bothered. Oh, here we go. We got backup wolves. Oh, no. I don't know if Harry's going to make it. Um, oh, that was cool. There was like a crow. Come on, Chappie. Oh, good. My cat came on me. I have a blanket that is like the exact color of a calico, and I call it my Chappie Trappy because it traps her in my laps, or when I wear it, she thinks she's invisible. It's so tempting to her. She can't help it. <clears throat> okay. So at this point, they might be uh, chasing Victoria down for vengeance because Harry might have died. And just poor fucking Charlie because, god damn, I mean, like, his friend is hurt and now his daughter's going to go jump off a cliff on her own for fun. 
on her own for fun. On her own for fun. You guys, no. Oh, Charlie is checking for a heartbeat on his friend. It's so upsetting. Oh, Victoria is going to jump off the cave or the cliff. That's good. I thought it was going to be Bella. I know she does do that. Um, can you hear my cat purring? <laughs> okay. Uh, Bella, what are you doing? Ugh, she's going to the cliff too. Is this literally, are they at the same place? Is Victoria going to, oh no, it's like stormy water. This is so bad. She's like grinning like a fool because Edward's talking to her. Um, you guys, hold on. That's my cat. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, Bella jumped. That's not great. She has all her clothes on. She has her shoes on. Which really you do want water shoes because you're going to climb off of... She got hit by a wave. That happened to me my first time in Hawaii. I've been, in, I've been on the coast my whole life. I've always lived on the water. So... I was not paying attention to the fucking instructor, the surfing instructor, and he said whatever he said that I didn't listen to. Uh-oh, Victoria's coming for Bella. Bella's fucked. Um, so she's like hit her head and Victoria's coming and she's sinking. But, you know, the guy said like, you know, if you get, if you get pulled under, you need to take, while, while you are still under... You need to take account of where you are and where the, which direction the waves are coming from. You need to come up at, you know, 45 degree angle or whatnot. So that when the next wave comes, you don't get knocked back in. And I don't know. I just didn't, either I didn't listen or I didn't apply it. And I came up and I just immediately got smacked by another wave. She's floating with Edward. Oh, bye, bye Edward. That was a nice little moment. We almost got to die together, except just kidding. It was just me. Jacob's giving her CPR. She's dead. Okay, nope, she's dead. She's got, like, blue lips. She's dead, and he's resuscitating her, which is not great. But anyway, this wave in Hawaii broke my freaking eardrum. I smacked right into my ear, and it just burst my eardrum. And, uh, not great. You don't want to spend your vacation in a hospital. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know the situation there at all. Uh... But the hospital I went to in Hawaii was awful. It was so terrible. It was actually, I think, the worst hospital I've ever been in. It was, and I went, like, it took, like, two hours to get there. And it was still, like, it's just, they didn't have enough staff, I think. Hmm. I mean, they need to offer nurses some more money or something. Because who doesn't want to live in Hawaii? I couldn't, only if, you know, I was asked, like, if a local company really said, like, you're the only person that can do such and such. Otherwise, like, the fucking, 
locals have a hard enough time. You know, there's like mobile homes in Hawaii that are like a million dollars. You know, so your whole family's from there, and where are they supposed to live? You know, when when people can come and pay millions and millions and millions for the land, and there's only so much land. You know, so I can't live there. I've actually had a couple opportunities to live there and chose not to, because I was just I would feel like a fuck. You know, I feel bad enough living where I live, but hey, I was, you know, born here. What what can I do about that? But I'm not gonna go to somewhere that's like overpopulated with non-natives and like make it worse. Uh, like I said, besides where I currently am, which I do feel bad about, and I and I pay my uh, local rent to the tribe whose land I'm on, but I should do a lot more. I listen to a great podcast called Feminism Ruins Everything, and they always start by mentioning um, the sovereignty of the native people whose land they're on and saying that, you know, they acknowledge all of the elders. I think they say past, present, and emerging. It's just, I really love the language, and I think it's so respectful and thoughtful. And I'd love to be more thoughtful like that in my life. So... Jacob and Bella are in this car, and they're having tension, you know. I'm not going to go over it, because it just every time I try to do this with the two of them, I just wind up reciting both of their lines as this these scenes drag on for like eight minutes of them talking about their relationship. But she's like snuggled up in the crook of his arm, and they're really close. Like their foreheads are almost touching, and then their noses and chins angle away, but they're still pretty fucking close. Um, and she just says, you know, I'm having a hard time. I'm jumping off cliffs. You're having a hard time. You're turning into a werewolf, but you know, I've got your back. I know you've got my back. Please let's don't kiss because this is <laughs> proving to women everywhere that you can't have a friendship with a man. Look at his face though. I don't know if you guys are watching, but like, he looks so good. I mean, like, his profile, you really, he, how could you, how could you, if you were, like, trying to, like, design, like, a, an attractive profile, how could you, like, what would you do differently to make it better? I don't know. It seems pretty perfect to me. He's a very handsome man. Um, I mean, he's a little boyish, you know, but they're children, pretty much, you know, in the story, so. Um, Bella goes to leave, and he says, nope, nope, nope. There's a vampire. She says, how do you know? He says, I can smell it. We're out of here. Oh, but that's Alice. She says, I recognize a fancy car. Nobody around here drives these cars, but the Cullens. Jacob stops her. She says, they won't hurt me. He says, if a Cullen is back here, that's their territory. Treaty says we can only defend against them on our land, not here. So, you know. If this was bad and it was like Jasper come to eat her, like he couldn't help her without breaking the treaty. And that's what he's asking her to consider. And she's like, yeah, yeah, cool. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> and so he slams the car door because like, as usual, like they were having a moment, you know, and then. Oh, Alice. Oh, fuck. That's so scary. Uh, Alice. Alice, you know, people don't want you to get that close to them. She says, Bella, I thought you were dead. I saw a vision where you killed yourself. Would you like to explain to me how you're alive? Which is pretty funny. I saw a vision of you. You jumped off a cliff. Why in the hell would you try and kill yourself? What about Charlie? What about 
She said, I didn't try to kill myself. Not exactly. Um, I was recreationally cliff jumping by myself in my clothes in the winter. Like you do. Um, and now they're on the couch and Bella's just like, oh, Alice, I wasn't, I think she says that in a minute, like, I wasn't even sure you were real. That's how she's acting. She's just like looking at her like, oh my God, I thought I might've been imagining how spooky you looked, but nope, here you are and you're spooky as shit. I kind of like how depressed Bella dresses. Personally, I aspire to dress like an impoverished British aristocrat in a country house or you've got just like old country clothes that are like patched and you just keep repairing them and you know but like slouchy and but like effortless I don't know I just like that look you hear me talk about nature a lot you can hear I have a huge interest in nature so I guess getting in the nature clothes helps me get in the frame of mind to appreciate it um, Jacob's back. Bella's like, what the hell are you doing here? I thought you couldn't be here. He's like, I'll break a treaty for you. I don't, I can't deal with it. I'd rather have those four dudes mad at me than have to deal with your mangled corpse. Uh, Jacob alerts Alice that Victoria's around. Alice says, oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see it get pulled out of the water either. Then she realized, I can't see you and your pack of mutts. And again, she doesn't have a reason. They've protected Bella after the colons dumped her. They've protected other humans in the colons' uh, home turf area who the colons had brought trouble upon and then left. Uh, so there's not really any reason for her to be, be that way. And, and it, again, does come across is like shitty and racist because they're like a type of person like a werewolf you know then she doesn't like their whole group he doesn't like her group either but um he's more hot-blooded in the story right like they're they're not the like cold strategists they're um literally a reaction to the presence of these vampires so they feel resentful of that you know whereas the vampires get to choose to come and go whenever they want but the werewolves have normal human lifespans, like, or maybe a little longer, I don't know. Uh, but they're not immortal, you know? So they're like, I have to give up my fucking whole life, and especially my young, sexy teenage dumb, to be, a, like, in a mind-ready pack chasing evil shit because you guys want to go to high school here over and over and over. Like, you can see why he's mad. But for Alice to call his family mutts is really fucked up. I don't like that at all. Um, and I do, isn't a mutt like a mixed dog, just like any dog that is not quote unquote a pure breed dog. So I feel that that also has some kind of like, um, like white elitist, uh, prejudice, like, you know, racial bullshit to it. I know he's literally like, they turn into dogs. Like I get it. I understand why she calls them mutts, but I just feel like it's a, another loaded term that they shouldn't fuck with. Um, okay. And again. I want like kids now to understand because I hear podcasts all the time where they're like, well, this is like 10 years old and they didn't know about rape and racism back then. And I'm like, yes, we did. <laughs> I was 10 years ago. I was 20 and all this was all the same. It's just you got away with it. And there was the people of us who were bitching about it were a smaller percentage and we didn't have as much of a platform like of social media and all this stuff. 
and also it wasn't like cool to be a killjoy whereas now it is more cool not cool you know what I mean like it's acceptable to call stuff out whereas before even people you would defend or something you know would be like oh you know this is like uncomfortable you know for everybody let's just not deal with it you know so it's totally inaccurate when I hear people who are in their early 20s on podcasts going like, well, let's forgive this because it doesn't matter. Um, this was a long time ago. You know, they couldn't have been expected to know. And it's like, uh-uh, that's not true. If you go back and you watch movies in the 80s, there's black and Asian, you know, bosses in the film, like executives, and they don't even mention it. They're just like, this is the case. Because in the 80s, it was about the money, right? Like you could look like anything. And if you could make the money, you were as good as anybody else. And if you couldn't, you're as bad as anybody else. Um, so there was tons more representation in the eighties and then we got into the nineties and we just whitened, they just clamped down and they whitened everything, you know, and they just, everything became whitewashed. And if you did get anything, um, that was related to any kind of non-white heritage, that was the whole movie, you know, it was like the Joy Luck Club or something, which again is full of white stereotypes of Asians. I know it's written by an Asian lady, but she's Asian American and we all have our own like we're all grown, we grow up in the racist society, right? Um, people of color grow up in the same racist society as white people, you know? And so like, we all have stuff we have to deal with, self-hate and various things, stereotypes we have to unpack, you know, and learn are wrong. Okay. Sorry. Let's get back on this thing. Bella's in the car with Alice. Jacob's like, don't fucking do this. You're so goddamn stupid. I can't fucking do this with you anymore. And he says, I'm begging you. And Bella is like cold as ice. She's like, I will fuck up everyone's life for this. I could give a fuck. You can die. My dad can die. My mom could die. You can all give a fuck and go to hell. Goodbye, Jacob. Like, I'm going to Italy. And she's like, are you kidding? So I'm sorry. I missed the whole point about why they're doing this. I was really mad about the mutts, her calling him. I don't even like saying that word about a person like that. To even repeat it feels so disgusting. Um, but... Um, Edward called, here's what happened. Excuse me again. <laughs> My recording ling, whatever it's called is made me burp. Um, okay. Edward called and he was like, can I talk to Charlie? Because he thought Bella was dead because of what Alice had seen. And, um, Jacob answered and he said he's at the funeral, I guess, which was the funeral of the friend that died. And, um, I think I'm pretty sure this is what happened. I'm trying to remember because actually I was talking over the whole thing. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, and Edward just assumes that that was Bella's funeral and that she's dead. So he's going to go get himself killed by the Volturi, like I was telling you guys about at the beginning. He's going to go ask if they'll kill him. And when they say no, because we want your powers, um, he's going to say, okay, then I'm going to go take off all my clothes in the middle of town square and you're going to have to kill me. And, oh, yep. That's what they said. Your particular gifts are too valuable to destroy. Um, but if you don't like your life, come hang out with us. And he's like, no, I'm going to go get naked in the quad and I'm going to have you murder me because I'm going to shine like a Christmas tree. Um, so Alice saw Edward trying to kill himself, thinking Bella had killed herself. Remember, this is a Romeo and Juliet situation. So Alice and Bella are on the way to Italy. <laughs> And now they're in Italy. They got a yellow car and Alice is zipping around. Alice had time to get like matching red leather gloves, driving gloves and a matching uh, headscarf just to make sure she looked glamorous. She's like, I'm not going to Italy and not dress. But like 
when and how did she do that? Anyway, she, she's only now explaining to Bella what's happening. When the sun is highest, he's going to go uh, expose himself to the humans. Um, okay, and now they're in Volterra, which actually would mean high ground, right? Um, or, I mean, that kind of is what it would mean, like, kind of. You'd think of, like, Alta Terra or something, but Vol is fly, right? And then Terra is ground, and it's up on a hill, so I'm just going to call it high ground. But who cares? It doesn't matter. This is just the kind of shit I think about. <laughs> Bella's like, oh my god, there's all these freaking people at the San Marcos Day Festival. I just want to get to my freaking vampire boyfriend. Um, she says, we have five minutes. And Alice is like, just chill out, Bella. Chill out, Bella. Chill out, Bella. Um, this is very realistic that Alice would be stopped if you have not been to Italy. I lived in Italy when I was 19. And, um, if you haven't been there, uh, you can't drive a car around much in little towns like that because they're not designed for it. The car, you can't, there's like, you can't make the turns, you can't fit through the streets, you know, they're not, they weren't designed for cars. (laughs) They were designed before cars. So some of the streets you can because they're big, wide, you know, areas, but others, no. Uh, Bella doesn't know exactly where to go. She just knows to go like up, 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 uh, that's, it's, that'd be a real trouble. Those towns are twisty turny. You could go up, 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 and then just like find yourself at a dead end. So, um, but I think she's found it here. This seems to be, you know, the center of everything, which is where Edward would be going because he's trying to get himself seen and in trouble. So, oh my God, my cat is so cute. She's so cute. That's why she gets to live. You know, no, I'm just kidding. It's a terrible thing to say, but eh, it's funny. So, okay, here we're back where she started. She's on the other side of the fountain. She's like, where is he? Clock strikes 12. Oh, fuck. He comes out unbuttoning his shit. I told you guys in the last commentary track that I guess Robert Pattinson, I read somewhere a long time ago that he felt, you know, self-conscious about this. He wasn't like super into bodybuilding at the time or something and you can see because I appreciate the way he looks he's just kind of flat I mean they did this weird thing with his pelvic bones they're like pelvic bones are sexy uh let's just like take his pants down really low shave off all his pubes and then stick his pelvic bones out there that is kind of sexy I guess if you're into that I'm not but I like that he's just kind of a flatter person um he's lean that's fine like I'm not you know I understand why they want big ripped people on the screen but he was supposed to die and be stuck as like a wasted away like he was dying of something some disease right when he was turned so I don't think he can build up more mass um Bella stops him from going out there but unfortunately he thinks she's a hallucination so but now she's just gotten him inside she says no I'm real I'm real I'm really here I'm here I'm here and go in and so now he's grinning He's like, yeah, Bella, you're alive. What? I thought you were soups dead because of, you know, when I told you I hated you and shit. Um, and this does make me really angry. Uh, she says, I need to make you see me once. You had to know I was alive and you didn't have anything to feel guilty about. Um, and now I'll go, I guess. Yeah, she says, I can let you go now. Uh... 
He says, oh, no, I didn't feel guilty that you were dead. That was your own stupid fault. I just couldn't live in a world without you. Well, so at the end of her life, was he going to always kill himself? He said, I had to lie, but you believe me so easily. She says, gulp. But it doesn't make sense for you to love me. This is so fucking torturous and painful. It makes me so goddamn angry. I'm nothing. I'm human. I'm nothing. This is your everything to me. But isn't that so fucked up? Let's get back to podcasts. Uh, it was uh, the nibbler, the quibbler offshoot that said how, you know, he totally gaslights her. And he's like, why did you believe me so easily? That's, uh, you know, on you. Like, I thought I could, would have to lie to you for days, but you just bought it. You believed me when I told you something. You idiot. Like, <laughs> and that's really messed up. Um and I can't endorse Twilight and Quarantine anymore because I was on, like, week two of that. And Vanessa Zoltan put out this ad that was like, please send in money because it costs us $500 a week to run this podcast. So we're going to need at least $2,000 a month pledge if you want us to keep it going. And I was like, ma'am, these are 15-minute episodes with four commercials in them or ads. Like, you need $500 to run 10 minutes of content? What is your recording studio made of gold? Like, it made me so mad that they weren't asking for that for COVID relief or for anything. They were just like, with us not earning as much money during COVID, we're going to need you to give us your money. And I was like, you can fuck off. I mean, I totally would too. I give to a lot of my podcasts. I care. I care about these content creators. But like that, she gave a number and I was just like, what? And she didn't say for our whole network, you know, for everything Harry Potter and the Sacred Text and all of her important shows she does that I totally am sure a lot of people care about. But for 15-minute episodes, for 45 minutes a week, minus ads, you're talking 30 minutes a week of actual content, and you need $500 to do that. Well, that's a nice freaking wage, isn't it? So I was so insulted by that that I am done. Done with that nonsense, so that was an easy choice. Okay, so the Volturi have taken Alice, Bella, and Edward. We've got, um, I forget this actress's name, but I remember her character name, Strange, Jane. Um, and she's the one that can just cause people pain by looking. Um, then here's the Italian receptionist. She's like, hi. Bella's like, is she human? Edward's like, yeah, she's hoping to get changed if she's, you know, cool, but she's probably just going to get eaten. Um, and that's pretty bad. I feel that that's pretty bad if you volunteer to help other people get killed. I can't, yeah, that's, I, that's pretty bad, you guys. <laughs> I don't have any really good vocabulary for poor moral choices. I need to work on that. Okay, so the Collins and Bella are being presented to the Volturi, um, Oh, shoot, I have to cough. Hold on. I'm going to turn my mic down. Okay, sorry about that. I had to cough. Um, sorry, Chappie. My cat is also offended, so you're not alone. Um, it's funny because Edward's here in, like, the robe that he was going to strip in. Uh, this guy, I don't remember his name. He can read people's, like, whole life and intentions and everything just by touching them. He says, Bella smells so tasty. How can you be around her? 
And Edward says, it's like, it's a struggle. And Bella's like, blush, blush. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard I smell good. It's okay. Oh, R.O. That's this guy. Okay, R.O. Um, Chappie, my leg's going numb, dude. Um, And, yeah, so R.O. knows that Edward can't read Bella's thoughts, which makes him interested in her because, you know, he's been around the block. He's like a thousand years old or more. And so, uh, he's like, uh, I want to figure out if you, if you're an exception to my gifts as well. And probably, um, it doesn't seem the Colons have thought of this yet, but probably this guy is thinking that when she becomes a vampire, she will have, you know, some kind of gift. She's a shield, right? As we would call it in the superhero universe. Uh, yep, he get nothing from Bella. He touched her and he got nothing from her. He says, I see nothing. He smiles at her, but he is not happy. He's like, that isn't good. So he turns to the little girl. Is she immune to all of our powers? And of course, Edward's going to freak out in three, two, one. Freak out. Yep. Oh. No, but she stopped him just as he started running. She said, pain. And he's, I think this is good acting. I mean, you know, I'm not an actor, but sometimes when I'm in like incredible pain or I have a terrible stomach ache or something, I think about the facial expressions I'm making and I'm like, could I repeat this and make it seem authentic if I was an actor? You know, it seems like it'd be hard, but maybe not if that was your goal, right? That's what you spent your life thinking about. And Robert Pattinson seems like that kind of person. He seems like he'd be thinking about, you know, I've heard some people just show up and start acting. No big deal. They're just like, I'm here. You're welcome. But he seems like someone who'd be like, I need to look like I'm in pain. I got to study my own face and do all this stuff. Okay. Um, So Jane the pain is trying to hurt Bella. And Bella's like, are you doing it? And that does not make Jane happy. Um, I think this was a good choice of Stephanie Myers because, yeah, Bella's just kind of like a big energy vampire. She's just like a black hole of powers. She's the anti-power. Like, she, uh, you know, she had to make it so that Edward couldn't read her mind because that'd be too boring and creepy. And so... This was smart to make it so that, okay, some vampires have superpowers and, oh, sorry, they're having a fight. Hold on. I don't know what the hell's going on, but the Volturi and the Colons are fighting. Oh, shit, I'm sorry, guys. I go on these tangents and then something happens in the movie and I remember that that's what I'm supposed to be talking about. So let me slammed Edward down and he broke the like mosaic tile, which is so, how could you do that? That's been there for hundreds of years. Do you know know how hard it is to go in and replace individual tiles like that? Now they're just destroying everything in this whole like Pantheon style building. Um, I'm not, I think they must have just said Bella's got to 
got to die. You know, you got to, Bella's got to die. And so they're having a big fight about it. I don't know. But Edward seems to be losing. Uh, Bella says, please, 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 please. And again, great acting. I don't know. I think that is what you would really do. You'd just be like, oh, fuck. And you'd be like grabbing your own elbows and, you know, putting your hand in your hands and being like, oh, my fuck. What? Uh, please stop. Please. Oh, fucking Jesus. Stop, please. Like, what else are you going to do? This poor thing has no leverage. Right? Um, I do feel bad for Robert Pattinson having to be all stretched out being held by that guy like that. He's too skinny. I don't want to see his ribs like that. If that was a woman and she was being held like that with like her abdomen all stretched out like slave princess Jasmine or something like I would I wouldn't like that either you know so I don't think they should do that to him and it just also doesn't look great sorry Bob um, oh Chappie I have to move I'm sorry my leg is numb okay oh, god is this movie almost over yet um he says Aro says if only it was your intention to give her immortality but it's not and I know that because I read your mind and Alice is going to be like wait read my mind. <laughs> I got something to show you. <clears throat> uh, Alice says, I'll change it myself. I'm s Alice, like everyone else, is sick of dealing with the glass cannon that is Bella. She's just like so delicate and brings so much danger to the situation. It's really not worth it, you know. Um, Especially since these other vampires are just killing unnamed Washingtonians left and right. You know, ooh, Alice has a vision of Edward and Bella running together. It's very pretty. They look Edwardian. Um. Uh, I was like, it's cool to be you, Alice, and see the future. I can only see, you know, what people have already. And Alice is like, yeah, she looks at Bella and she's like, yeah, except that people change their mind and my gift becomes fucking useless and really <laughs> like more complicated than it's worth sometimes. Because uh, actually Alice's gift got them all here, right? Otherwise nothing would have happened. Bella jumped off the cliff, Jacob rescued her, maybe she and Jacob end up together, maybe not, but Edward didn't come back, you know in that case, at least unless something else happened that we can't know. Uh, so they said they're going to turn Bella over time. Uh, the Volturi are like, all right, cool. And, and keep in mind our offer about coming and joining us because you got some cool powers there that we'd like to take advantage of. Um, and so the receptionist is bringing in more people to kill. And again, Bella's just like, eh. Well, that's your guys' government, I guess. That's the that's what I want. That's who I want to be my government. These hum these murderers, right? Bella wants to be with Edward so much that she wants to be supportive of this government that kills people. It just kills nice Italian tourists, right? They just kill them, um, and they endorse all the other vampires killing them, and all the, most all the other vampires do, right? That's the thing, is Bella's like, I'm not going to kill anybody, I don't want to kill anybody, but she's joining a club of <laughs> bros that kill people. That's what they do. That's what their whole game is. So, 
but that's okay. Sodra says, Bella, the only reason I left was because I thought I was protecting you. And she's like, yeah, 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 I know. And I wasn't supposed to believe you that you didn't love me. And that's my bad, apparently, for some reason, for believing you. I'll be sure the next time I love someone, I won't believe anything they say. Or else it could be my my bad. Um, and I do appreciate that Bella does look... Um, you know, damp, like wounded. She looks wounded, right? She's not just like falling all over him, which I appreciate. Um, he says, leaving you was so hard, hardest thing in a hundred years and I'll never do it again ever. And she's like, okay, well, I'll be sure and not believe you since I get in trouble when I believe you. Um, Charlie comes in. You okay? I love Charlie. I mean, he is a bumbling buffoon, but, like, he's there's not a bad bone in his body, right? Dad, you don't have to worry. He says, last time you said that, you took off and I didn't see you for three days. She's like, which time? Just this, t this like, yesterday, like, a couple days ago or, like, last year? He says, Bella, do not ever do that to me again. Ever. She's like, yeah, yeah. He says, and you're grounded for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay she says can you get back out of my room so I can go back to my boyfriend oh, she's such a little brat to be honest it's really shitty that she left her dad to deal with that on her own on his own I mean uh, and so here we are at this like an unending wind downs that these movies feature uh, you get to like Italy and you think this, oh, we're at the end. And then you get to the Volturi and you're like, okay, this is the end. And then you're in the bedroom. You're like, are we at the end? <laughs> but yeah, I don't intend to, uh, <clears throat> contribute anything that interesting, but there's just so many hours. I listen to like dozens and dozens of hours of podcasts. So if you get some of that out of this, that'd be great. So they're kissing. Um, I don't know. He's like, leaving you sucked, and I don't want to do it anymore. I'm not going to do that, I promise. She's like, get over here, you big lug. Um, once Alice changes me. Pause. Pause. You can't get rid of me. God damn, her fucking, ugh. Her self-esteem is so low. This is so bad. I understand that young women's self-esteem is low, but that's why you don't get yourself trapped at that age for all of eternity. Um, okay, now all the colons are here. Bella says, you all know what I want. And I know how much I'm asking for. Uh, I don't know if you are. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh... Bella calls for a vote. Alice, I already consider you my sister. Why, Alice? Why? In your hundreds of years, you've never had a more important relationship than this one with another female? Jasper says, yeah, it'd be nice to not want to kill you all the time. God, he looks so awful. That poor man. He looks so awful. He looks like a, like a fucking, oh, he could have played it. You know what I mean? He looks like a pedophile demon clown. Okay, uh, Rosalie says no. This isn't a life I would have chosen for myself. I think Rosalie's another one of the heroes until she goes into mom mode. 
which I don't appreciate. Uh, and that is a problem I have with the fifth movie. They do a lot, like Rosalie does that, where they keep talking about the fetus, and Rosalie's like, the baby. And I'm like, keep your Mormon bullshit pro-life garbage. Keep it. I don't want it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'd absolutely get a demon taken out of me. Fuck that, you know? It's nice that it all works out in the end, but I'm not going to gamble my life on that, and no one should have to. No woman or person should ever be asked to do that. That's your body, dear heart, and you do whatever you want with it, in my opinion. That's my opinion. So, but I was raised, you know how this goes. I was raised by liberals, <laughs> so my grandma was telling me, you know, you got to be pro-choice because otherwise women are just going to do it themselves and get themselves killed, and it, you don't want that. And I was like, no, I don't. That doesn't make any sense. So I'm sure if I had been raised differently, I would feel differently. But this is how I feel really 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 pro-choice <laughs> um okay god Jesus fuck Ed, okay Jacob stopped the car now they walked off into the woods Edward says Jacob what did you want to say you want to say something get it out uh oh no he says but I want to say something to you first thank you thank you for taking care of Bella Oh, thank you for keeping Bella alive when I didn't. Again, because Bella has no ability to keep herself alive. She's just like a, a thing for these two to juggle. Um, Jacob said, I didn't do it for you, dipshit. And Edward says, well, thanks anyway. She's nice and alive for me, which I appreciate. Job well done. Um, Jacob says, okay, now it's my turn to talk. Uh... He says, I'm here to remind you of a key point in the treaty. Edward's like, yeah, I know. Bella's like, what? So the whole family voted without considering or telling Bella that the vampires cannot turn a person. <clears throat> uh, Jacob says, you're not going to be one of them. Bella says, it's not up to you. It's <laughs> sucks for everybody. This situation sucks for everybody. Teenagers shouldn't have life and death decisions. They should be protected from that because they're not equipped to deal with it. I'm sorry, teens, if you're listening, but you're not equipped. And we shouldn't be sending you to war. We shouldn't be letting you, <laughs> like, do any of these things. This is too much. But go ahead and smoke if you want to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't agree with that either. But, uh, but I do think if you are going to be able to be sent to war and do all that shit and vote, then you ought to be able to smoke and drink if you want to but you shouldn't because you should let your brain develop and start it all when you're in your mid-20s like I did because trust me it goes downhill fast enough when you start at that age anyway you don't want to get a head start uh oh this is sad Bella says it's always been him Jacob I'm sorry it just that's just the way it is it's always been him and Jacob says Bella no Uh, I mean, <laughs> ah. okay, so now the Edward threw Jacob back and he transformed as this was all happening. Bella says stop right before they start to, like, fight. Uh, yeah, just bum, 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 bum. <laughs> A bum for everybody. 
uh, I do feel that, uh, I forget this, oh, Taylor uh, Lautner. I do think that in the context of the film, he looks much, 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 much better than uh, poor Robert Pattinson, who's just so, pow- he looks so powdered faced and just bad. Uh, Bella is like, sad day. How the fuck is this going to wrap up? My God. Edward says, he's right. You shouldn't become what I am. <laughs> so the bedroom wasn't the end. The vote wasn't the end. The fight wasn't the end. What is this going to be? Um, Edward says, please, can you like hang on? We can't be turning you right now. Uh, give me five years. <laughs> that's a pretty fair deal. I feel like that's reasonable. Except that she's already gotten in too much trouble in like less than 12 months. She says, that's too long. Okay, three. Uh, she says, I'm not going to dignify that with a response. You're so stubborn, he says. Uh, She's like, why won't you just kill me? I thought you were supposed to love me. (laughs) Kitties, we're almost done. Knock it off. He says, I have one condition. I'm going to spray my cat with water. That's right. Get down. Um... She says, what's the condition? I don't know. I forgot that this happened so soon already. I think he's going to propose. Yep, he says, marry me, Bella. That's so stupid. They might as well, from once you're my age, babes, once you're 30, him proposing to her, it might as well be like, when, like, second graders who are, like, eight or nine years old go get married in the baseball diamond, you know? It's like, you might as well be two 12-year-olds proposing together. It seems so silly. I know he's, like, over 100, but... Okay, so that's our film. I can't believe it. We got through it. Um, the whole... The only way I'm going to get through these is by not um, judging myself. There was a lot more feedback, a lot more response than I expected. A lot more response than I expected. Um, I think just because of the timing... Um, because Midnight Sun, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Midnight Sun was coming out or is coming out or has come out. And so um, I think that was, it was just a timing thing that got a lot of response, both just listeners that I could see on my like metrics and then also like actually people writing in um, and saying like, hey, dipshit, did you, <laughs> you're talking about this other guy who was an avatar and hey, dumb fuck, like this was filmed in Oregon, you know, so I haven't really gotten any positive feedback hardly yet but that's okay you didn't have a lot to go on and I'm not trying very hard so um but so the only way I'm going to be able to persevere through it as a perfectionist or a recovering perfectionist um is just to do it I can't make it perfect for you there's going to be pauses and things that are boring and stupid and I'm sorry that's just going to be the way that it is otherwise it's not going to be released because I have anxiety so <laughs> so it's been fun to hang out with you guys. I'll try to get back with you again soon. Hopefully not nearly as long of a pause as the last time. Um, and take care of yourselves out there. Okay. And, uh, yeah, let me know if Midnight Sun is good. I haven't read it yet. I have it. I got it. I pre-ordered it months ago and then I haven't read it. So, uh, let me know. Is it good? Send it in your emails. Okay. Bye. Bye.